It's Wednesday. I am so, so ready for this class. We are going over oral anti-diabetics. Let's just get into the pharmacology. Hi there, if it's your first time joining, my name is Professor Regina. I am here as the leader of Remar Nurses, and we study together every Wednesday night where you are, 9 p.m. Eastern time. We also study on Mondays at noon, which is how we start off our week. You should not be studying for NCLEX 24-7. I'm only requiring you to think about the goodness of coming to a study session like this. So enjoy yourselves, but be prepared to study. Now, we have a lot of things that we have to go over, so let's just do our normal housekeeping. For those of you who are interested, love your content is coming up, Valentine's Day. This is our February event. This is my live class. I will be doing two days, love your content. And we will be going over maternity for next-gen NCLEX. So if you love maternity, please come and share your expertise during this class. Um, to sign up for this class, guess what? It's a free one. You don't have to pay anything, but you do have to register because we will be going over this workbook. And so you'll want to have this workbook, all right? And so the way that you register, really easy. It's just by going to my website, which is remarnurse.com. That's the website. And then forward slash L-O-V-E, love. So that is how you register for Love Your Content. And again, that is going to be a two-day event before Valentine's Day. So that Monday and that Tuesday, Valentine's Day is on a Wednesday, okay? So I have you Monday and Tuesday. Another thing is that we are wrapping up. This is the final day for everything. This is the final day for the 30-day challenge that we have been running since the beginning of the month with the code INVEST, our 30% off coupon code. It expires tonight. So if you are interested in getting my full program, the code invest midnight, it goes away. So go over to remarnurse.com and use that code invest for 30% off your entire purchase. And that's again, most of you already have the quick facts book, which we will be studying tonight. So you're able to upgrade to the lectures, which are a different set of topics and more, I, I would say more challenging subjects are found in the lectures, but I do make them simple so that you can get your nursing license in 30 days. The best way to do it 30 days or less is to have both the quick facts and the V2. So if you have this book, but you don't have this one, all right, then upgrade, upgrade. Okay. Both of them are very important. So on tonight, we will be going over oral anti-diabetics. And what I loved about studying this topic for you is that look at this page in Quick Facts. I'm challenging everybody. Your Quick Facts pages should look like mine. And this page particularly had so much room for me to write extra notes and things that I wanted to go over with you tonight. So we are going over oral anti-diabetics. I'm going to focus on the biguanides and sulfonylureas. 
So if you want to get down with that topic and have a great understanding of it, let's do the content. And then I have some challenging questions. I had some some challenging questions at the end of this. Okay, so let us begin. Let me just do a quick, before we get into it, let me know where you're studying from and if you are coming to love your content. I want to see how many people are going to come to love your content. The page for oral anti-diabetics is 108. 108 if you have Quick Facts Next Gen. If you are studying with me, this book is a must and we ship it worldwide. So wherever you are, yes, if you're Belize, Texas, Georgia, Maryland, yes, you're coming. Trisha's coming. Oklahoma, Tina, yes, Delaware. All right. So I have Philippine, UAE. Rob, you're going to be there. All right. So ready. So we're doing um, oral anti-diabetics. It's very important that we understand that the oral anti-diabetics have the, have the ability to change the way that the organs in your body are behaving. And when we think about the number one organ for insulin, okay, what organ is that? Whenever we're talking about insulin production, Whenever we are talking about glucose control, what organ are we typically highlighting? What do you say? You have to know about the what? The pancreas. Very good. And so the pancreas is going to be one of the organs that we will be talking about. But one of the medications in the Quick Facts book is actually very unique because it does not work on the pancreas. It works on the what? On what is the other organ? What is that organ that is actually responsible for glucose production? What is the other organ that is not pancreas? It's not the pancreas. It is responsible for your glucose production. Does anybody know what that organ is? This is why you come to your study session so that you can learn something new, share your knowledge, but grow deeper into the quick facts or B2. It is the liver. Yes, it is the liver. So check out if you know which oral anti-diabetics work on the pancreas and then which ones work on the liver, because these are big safety points for the NCLEX exam. So Let's dive into it right away. Oh, wait, do I want to go over anything else? Let me check my book. Hold on. I want to make sure I go over everything that I I highlighted here. Okay. Okay. So I think I can get into it. All right. First slide is this. In general, okay, in general, oral hypoglycemic medications, they reduce blood glucose levels. We talked about this. They are used in clients with diabetes who continue to produce some insulin. So if we know that these medications need to work in patients who are producing insulin, do we expect to give them to type 1 diabetics or type 2 diabetics? Where are we going to see these oral anti-diabetic agents? Is it type one or type two? Give me a one or two. And these are the fundamental principles that you learn in nursing school. So if you have been out of school, 
for a, some time, okay? I would say more than uh, 18 months, then you want to make sure that you are watching my content lectures in the V2, right? Because we will go over all of these fundamental safety concepts. Very good. I see your comment. You are saying we are expecting to give these oral anti-diabetic agents in type 2 diabetics. Absolutely, that's right. Type 1 diabetics produce no insulin. And so it is not going to be effective to have the pancreas try to secrete something, try to pump something that's not there, that's not coming, right? And so we are seeing this type of medications in type 2. So check this out. The oral hypoglycemics, they do not reverse diabetes. They do not reverse diabetes. What they are going to do is control the symptomatic presentation of diabetes. Oh, let me ask you this. Since we're talking about these specific medications, are we expecting them? This is another safety point. Are we expecting these medications to increase blood glucose levels or decrease blood glucose levels? What do you say? If we give an oral hypoglycemic, is it to raise the blood sugar or lower the blood sugar? Good question. I ask this in nursing class. Whenever I teach a nursing class and I ask this question, there is always a couple of nursing students who have not really grasped the concept of, um, of insulin and glucose, and they say the wrong answer, okay? So the right answer is we expect these medications to decrease or lower the blood glucose levels. But some nursing students think that they will help increase the blood glucose levels. No, 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 they don't. Would anybody like to put in the comments really quickly a medication that would lower the blood glucose levels? Can somebody give me an example? I'm sorry, not lower. Can somebody give me an example of a medication that would increase the blood sugar levels? Because we would expect these medications to lower them. What would increase our blood glucose levels? in patients. I'll try to, um, I'll try to spotlight it if I can. Ah, yes. If we wanted to raise the blood sugar level, we wouldn't give an oral anti-diabetic. We would give, oh, we got some good ones here. We would give glucagon. Yeah. Um, steroids, cortical steroids will do it. Unless somebody put prednisone. Okay. Good job. All right. So yeah. Um, we are at a point where we are going over the foundation, the fundamentals. I see everybody participating. Good, good, good. There are medications that will drop the blood glucose levels. And then there are medications that will raise the blood glucose levels. And just think about the power that you will have when you get your nursing license, when you give somebody a medication to understand how it is going to affect them. So very truly, you are the final safety mark for these patients. So you gotta know when you can give these medications safely. So um, to get the best blood glucose control, doctors may actually prescribe multiple oral 
diabetic medications at once. So a patient could be taking different classes of a medication that is an oral anti-diabetic, okay? All right, and some oral anti-diabetics can even be, be taken with injectable insulin. So because there are a lot of patients who are on these medications, it is highly likely, highly likely that this subject will be on your NCLEX exam. So pay attention to it. So these are the indications that we would give a patient this kind of medication. And here we have, if the patient was a type 2 diabetic, what you already told me that, oral hypoglycemic medications are only used to treat type 2 diabetes, which is characterized by insulin resistance. Pre-diabetes as well, medication is often not indicated for pre-diabetes unless the lifestyle adjustments do not improve blood glucose levels. So things like diet and exercise. So if medication is required, then oral hypoglycemics are usually prescribed. Also gestational diabetes, women diagnosed with diabetes during pregnancy, they may also require oral medications if the dietary adjustments and exercise are insufficient to keep their blood sugar levels within range. Okay, pharmacokinetics. When we are giving these medications, they typically have a slow onset, okay? They're going to be absorbed differently depending on the patient, depending on the patient's weight. Patients have um, a different absorption rate for this medication. Peak hours, two to two and a half hours. The duration, 10 to 16 hours. Um, these me medications are metabolized through the liver, so it is typically the liver that is responsible for dispersing this medication throughout the body, and they are excreted through the urine, excreted through the urine. All right, now let's talk about these oral anti-diabetics. There are two that I'm going to focus on. Like I said before, I'm going to do the sulfonylureas and the biguanides because for me, when you're studying these two classes of medication, there is so much information if you're reading it in a textbook that the important safety points will get lost. So let's just look at the sulfonylureas. Now, Check this out. I'm going to make it full screen for a second. The examples that I want you to know are, okay, are glyparide, glipizide, and glimmerparide. These are second generation. These are second generation sulfonylureas. Now, the first generation that you see, tolazamide and tobutamide, these are first generation. So in general, people no longer are using the first generation sulfonylureas because they tend to increase cardiovascular risk. So for the NCLEX, I expect the Gs 
to be used. And you can see if you're just trying to look at them in general, they all end in ID, the I-D-E. But I try to look at the GLs. It, it helps me kind of think of glucose. They affect glucose. So that's why they're, you know, glybride or things like that. Like that's how I remember them. But in general, if you only want to focus on the second generation, you'll be fine to do that. Now, how the sulfonylureas work is they do increase insulin production in the which organ? The pancreas. So we're going to see the pancreas get a boost in the insulin that it is able to produce on its own. These medications are not insulin themselves. So this is very important. These medications are not insulin themselves. So what they do is they give the pancreas a boost and then they also improve the sensitivity of um, the insulin receptor cells. So these are the kind of things that we need to be mindful of because it speaks to how a patient is going to experience the effects of this medication. I asked this question here under mechanism of action. What is the best time to give this medication? If we have to give a uh, gliburide, when should we give it? Should we give it in the morning or should we give it in the evening? Typically, when is the best time to give this medication? The best time to give this medication is in the morning. Yes, in the morning, because that is when your blood sugar is going to be going up, 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 up. And you will need, and you're eating, you're, most people when they wake up, they eat breakfast, unless you're one of those people who don't eat breakfast. I don't know. Are you one of those people that could get up at six, but you don't have to have breakfast right away? Then maybe maybe we might have to make some medication adjustments for you. But most people in the morning eat breakfast. And so it's good for them to have a boost for their, um, for their insulin production. All right. Now, the side effects of a sulfonylurea are going to be very interesting. Because remember, this medication, because it gives the pancreas a boost, it is going to produce insulin that's going to be floating around, okay? And so that can cause your patient to actually become hypoglycemic. So hypoglycemic also typically occurs with what? Confusion, anorexia, right? I have here, um, it could lower your potassium level, water, uh, water retention. What other things do I have here? Yeah, that's it. Those photosensitivity. These are, these are the most common side effects of a sulfonylurea. Now, this is, this is very important because with giving, with giving an oral anti-diabetic medication, you need to be aware of how you're going to respond if this happens. Because if I say that something is a side effect, that means you need to be prepared, okay? You need to be prepared and ex expecting this to occur. The adverse effects, we don't really, we don't really expect, but the side effects 
we do. And so we have to be able to teach our patients what to do in these situations. Does that make sense? Um, so now um, I'm going to talk about the contraindications, meaning who you should not give these medications to, the sulfonylureas, people with hypersensitivity. So people who may have been um, allergic or had an allergic response, type one diabetics we talked about, and also patients with diabetic ketoacidosis. If a patient goes into diabetic ketoacidosis for any reason, we're not going to give them an oral anti-diabetic agent. What is going to be most appropriate to give in that situation? Okay. Critically think here, we are talking about, well, now we're talking about diabetic ketoacidosis, which is in the V2 workbook. Okay. It, it is in the V2 workbook. Let me see what page it is. For those of you who have it, it's in our endocrine review. Ah, here it is. In our endocrine review. And we talk about diabetic ketoacidosis in complications. And I don't know if you can see the treatment right here, but it's right there. <laughs> yes, what are we giving? We are giving regular insulin, regular insulin. Why? Because diabetic ketoacidosis, that indicates in an emergent situation. And we don't want to wait for a slow absorbing medication slow absorbing medication. Great, great, great. Okay. So now you guys know first generation, second generation, sulfonylureas, you know how it works, which organ it works on, the side effects and contraindications for it. That is how I want you to study and prepare for the NCLEX. I don't want you just doing questions on sulfonylureas if you don't know the difference between the first generation and second generation, or if you don't know which organ it works on. And so this is how a content review helps you to be not only a better nurse, but helps you to feel like the NCLEX was easy. The NCLEX was easy. It's just because you knew the subjects. So the second medication that I want to go over is the biguanides. Metformin is the most popular biguanide. And the way that metformin works, check this out, check this out. It reduces hepatic glucose synthesis. What does that tell you metformin works on? If anybody ever talks to you about metformin working on the pancreas, no, 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 no. Metformin is going to work on what? Metformin, we see here hepatic. So we see that it works on the liver. It works on liver synthesis. And so this is really good because you know what? The liver is responsible for glucose production. And so if the liver is not producing as much glucose, then that means the blood sugar levels are going to go down. This is going to help the pancreas for sure. This is going to help the pancreas because the pancreas is not going to have to work as hard. It's not going to have to work as hard. But what do I want you to know about metformin? Well, I want you to know that metformin is an oral medication. That's number one. So anything that we put in our patient's mouth that is going to be a medication can cause them to have GI upset. So people, when they take metformin, 
they can report diarrhea, nausea, abdominal discomfort. And yeah, that's because you're, you're taking an oral medication. The big, the big side effect that I want you to be aware of is lactic acidosis. Yeah. Metformin can cause lactic acidosis in our patients. And so because this is a side effect, what is the possibility of this happening? What is the possibility of this happening? Well, it could be very high. It could be very high. So contraindications or reasons why we would not give metformin would be if a patient had metabolic acidosis in general in the past anytime. All right. Also, if they have abnormal creatinine clearance levels, if they've been in shock, if they've had an MI, septicemia, renal disease, lactation, um, or if they are going to have a, a x-ray with contrast. Okay. Because if a patient is on metformin and they get an x-ray with contrast, it is going to put them in even more even more potential for this lactic acidosis. And so what they would typically do is they would hold metformin for like 48 hours before a patient gets, this is a scenario that NCLEX will, uh, NCLEX will give to you. Patients on metformin, they got to get an x-ray. What's the scenario? Well, because you know of lactic acidosis, you would know either got to notify the doctor or they are going to hold that metformin for at least 48 hours so that it clears out of the body. And then they may possibly put your patient on insulin during the time. You wouldn't, um, you wouldn't not get the x-ray, okay? The x-ray is important. The x-ray is important uh, because it may diagnose another condition, but you just do not want to have an x-ray and metformin, an x-ray with IV contrast, just to be clear, um, and metformin on board at the same time, at the same time, all right? So an x-ray with contrast, that is, that is what I mean, all right, when I put this here. Okay, so now you know sulfonylureas, and now you know biguanides, you're ready for these subjects on the NCLEX exam. Nursing monitoring, this is your responsibility. Fasting blood glucose levels, pre-meal blood sugars, and hemoglobin A1C levels are checked semi-annually in clients who have effective blood sugar maintenance or management by their doctors, all right? Um, and then, of course, pre-meal blood sugars are checked at home quarterly in those who fail to achieve treatment goals or have a change in therapy. Metformin, um, again, should be temporarily discontinued in clients undergoing radiologic examinations that require intravascular injection of iodinated contrast substances as such agents might cause sudden renal failure alterations. Metformin can also induce, check this out, metformin can also induce a metallic taste in the mouth. However, it will go away after some time. It is just something that also may occur. Number three says clients should take their medication at the same time each day. It is important to educate clients about the symptoms of both hyper and hypoglycemia. 
the client should notify the healthcare professional immediately if they experience cold, low blood pressure, muscle soreness, or dyspnea. Okay. Um, and they, as they may be at risk for lactic acidosis, somebody have put what is lactic acidosis. If you are not familiar with lactic acidosis, the very best thing you should do nurse is go look it up so that you are more confident in your understanding of that. Shout out to nurse Suze Must says, hello, professor Regina. Finally, I did it with the help of V2 plus quick facts. Y'all know that is my combination. If I had to write a prescription, I would say do V2 plus quick facts. Anyways, she passed NCLEX RN January 26th, just a few days ago. So say this, say congratulations. Come on, say congratulations. This is amazing. Thank you, Remar family. Happy to say I'm Remar nurse. Yes, you can, you will, you must pass NCLEX. Congratulations. Hey, Nesley, Nesley, I like that. Thank you, Professor Regina. I took my exam on the 29th and I found out today, thank you to God and to you. Content is key, definitely. Thank you, Team Remar. This is amazing. What a great Wednesday. What a blessed Wednesday. We have nurses passing. Janae Fierce, shout out to you, came on and says, I took my NCLEX on Saturday and found out on Monday I passed. Thanks, Remar. That's a good weekend. That's a good weekend. You probably were a little nervous. I know that you were nervous Friday, but you went in there Saturday, took that exam, and then you found out you did the quick results. I don't know, but you found out. And let me just tell you guys, if you right now have a test date coming up and you feeling a little nervous, that's normal, but it should not paralyze you. Make sure that you are positioning that feeling of anxiety to be the feeling of, I get the opportunity. I get the opportunity to finally get my nursing license. That's how I want you to position it. You are not going to be taken by surprise. You have studied, you have done the work. You're going to go in there and give it your best. And again, this is the last day for the invest code. So if you want to save 30% off on the V2, Go ahead, go ahead and hit that invest code when you check out, get the full program. I'm telling you, you can get your nursing license in 30 days or less by doing the work. It's not, it's not, not impossible. It's possible, but you got to do the work, okay? Oof, that made me excited. Oh my goodness. Such good, good vibes on Wednesday. Loving it. All right, who's next? That's what I always ask. Also, hemoglobin, red blood cell levels, and renal function tests should also be um, checked before starting metformin therapy because we know how um, metformin works. And people who take metformin for extended period of time, they also need to have their B12 and folate levels to be monitored as well because you can get some megaloblastic anemia. So some anemia could occur with metformin. Um, and again, in clients with sulfonylurea, you want to monitor for signs of hypoglycemia, fatigue, extreme hunger, profuse sweating, tingling in the extremities, abnormal liver function, and weight changes. We discussed this. All right. Now that you've done content, 
it's time for questions. Did you know that my question bank in the V2 has over 2,000 questions in there? Yeah, there's over 2,000 questions in there. Enough to keep you busy. Enough to keep you busy. With V2, there is always something to do when you want to study, when you want to study. So check out the free trial if you don't have it. If you do have it, great. If you don't have it, get in the free trial. No credit card needed. Just go to remarnurse.com, get in the free trial. Actually, if you go to remarnurse.com forward slash free, I can see um, that you joined the free trial. So here is our first question. Whew, here we go. Let's see if you guys have been paying attention. A nurse is caring for a patient with type 2 diabetes mellitus who is taking oral hypoglycemic medications. The patient reports experiencing symptoms of hypoglycemia, including sweating, palpitations, and irritability. What is the highest priority? Number one, administer a rapid acting, acting insulin injection. Whew. Two, assess the client's blood glucose level. Three, inform the client to skip the next dose of medication to be sure it is not given. Or four, offer, a high, offer the client a high sugar snack or beverage. Here we go. I see multiple different answers on this screen, but you have a nurse is caring for a patient with type two diabetes mellitus who's taking oral hypoglycemic medications. The patient reports experiencing symptoms of hypoglycemia, including sweating, palpitations, and irritability. What is the highest priority? Number one, administer a rapid acting insulin injection. Two, assess the client's blood glucose level. Three, inform the client to skip the next dose of medication to be sure it is not given. Four, offer the client a high sugar snack or beverage. What are we going to do? I'm looking for safety here. I'm looking for safety and there can only be one correct answer. And that is number four, offer the client a high sugar snack or beverage. Why is this the right answer? Somebody put it on the screen. It is very, very, remember, what did I tell you about NextGen NCLEX? They give you everything you need. They give you everything. They make it clear, okay? They make it clear, all right? They make it clear. So um, let's just, let's go over this again. Let's go over this again. We have here, let me read it again. A nurse is caring for a patient with type 2 diabetes mellitus and they're taking what type of medication? What type of medication are they taking? They are taking oral hypoglycemic medications. Okay, oral hypoglycemic medications. So we know that this medication is going to do what to the blood glucose level, okay? Then it tells you right here very clearly, the patient reports, um, the patient reports experiencing symptoms of what? It tells us that the patient is reporting the symptoms of what? Hypoglycemia. So do you need to check the blood sugar first of this patient? Mm -mm. 
This allows you to skip a step. There is no mystery about what is going on. And then you have here a list of hypoglycemic symptoms. So if your first response is to assess in this situation, you are delaying the treatment of this patient, okay? So this is what NCLEX is looking for. Now, prioritization, prioritization is important and it is so challenging because you have to consider many right things, right? So is it wrong for you to assess the patient? No, it's not wrong. It's just not the highest priority, all right? So number four is the correct answer, all right? So we're gonna offer something that is going to raise the blood sugar quickly. So a high sugar snack or beverage is an effective way to achieve this. We have to prevent the patient from getting worse. All right, you following me? You tracking with me? And again, this is, again, this is number one, why we study content first, and two, why you come to class. Because this subject is in quick facts, but when you come to class, it allows us to dialogue, it allows me to challenge you, and you're able to um, evaluate where you are in real time, okay? That's all. These are just exercises for you to get better. Let's do another question here. Here we go. The client with type 2 diabetes is scheduled for an intravenous pilogram, which should be the nurse's priority action, okay? Number one, retrieve the client's radiographic report two years ago. Two, instruct the client to increase fluid intake. Three, give the client instructions on how to empty the bowel. Four, verify if the client is receiving metformin for diabetes treatment. Here we go. <laughs> Content is going to save us on the NCLEX exam. So if you studied the content, this is an easy question. If you didn't study the content, this question you will struggle with, okay? And that's just, that's just matter of fact. There is no guessing here. There's only one right answer. Correct answer, you got it because you went, you came to class early. When you come to class early, you get the golden nuggets. Number four, verify if the client is receiving metformin for diabetes treatment because we learned in class that because of the risk of lactic acidosis, metformin should be stopped during a procedure using IV contrast for at least 48 hours. Good job. Good job, everybody. You pass NCLEX with content, not questions. All right, let me try this next one. What is it? Ah, okay. The doctor prescribes megalonitides one milligram once a day to a client with diabetes after his A1C results are elevated. In what conditions should this medication be given with caution? Number one, an anemic client with a hemoglobin of 14.1. Two, client with a history of thyroidectomy and TSH of 3.1. Three, client with ascites and scheduled for a paracentesis. Four, a hypertensive client receiving a calcium channel blocker. 
So we have a medication here, might not know what it is, okay? And that's what I expected, okay? I wanted to put a question that you might not know where it is. Um, you might not know what it is. So you're gonna have to critically think here, okay? So I'm expecting you to feel a little struggle here, a little, you didn't give me this answer. How am I supposed to know it? Tap into who would you be most concerned about? Who would you be most concerned about? Knowing what you know about these medications. Okay. And I see, I see ones, I see twos, I see threes, and I see fours. Correct answer here. Let me see. I'm looking for Rob's answer because he put, I don't know. T. Rob, I want you to put your answer back. I want you to choose something. I want you to choose something. Okay. What do we say here? Correct answer is going to be number three. Number three. Okay. Ascites. You guys know ascites means that there's a fluid buildup in the abdomen it could be due to liver disease. It even could be due to the kidneys. I didn't put that there. Um, it could be due to congestive heart failure. But we do have to be careful when we're giving these oral anti-diabetics to patients who have liver or renal conditions. So I put a medication that you did not probably know, but you do know overall that the liver and the kidneys are going to be our major issues, okay? Okay. And so again, that's how you muddle through the content. Don't focus on medication names that you don't know if you have another principle that you can use. If you have another principle that you can use. All right, these are the gems of, these are the gems of being able to decipher what is your nursing concern. And you guys are doing good. You really are, you're doing good. Guess what, everybody? This is a very special day because I have a Remar nurse here. Hi, how are you? Hey, I'm good. <laughs> so, tell me, what are, what are you doing here? What do you have to say to us? So, I have to say that I passed my NCLEX. <laughs> yes, I took it on Saturday and I found out on Monday that I passed. So, yes, so excited. <laughs> Was it your first time taking the NCLEX? No, it was my second. Second, second time. time. How did yes. you study for it? So I took three weeks off of work. I work in an emergency department in a major up in Atlanta. So it's very hectic. It's always busy. It's really not time to study. When I go home, I want to go to sleep. Yeah. So I took off three weeks and I just got to it. Um for Christmas, I did the uh, seven-day challenge thingy. Mm -hmm. I did that. And then I was like, well, might as well get the V2. So I got the V2. Might as well. <laughs> might as well. And then, um, yes, yeah, so I've been doing that for three weeks. I was going to do it on the second week, but I was like, nah, I'm not ready. Um, okay. I needed an extra week. Good for you. Then, Good for you. And then I went Saturday, and I was really nervous. Yes. I went to all the way. So 150 questions. Oh, yes. And then I got my RN. 
So <laughs> let's backtrack a little bit and talk to me about um, your first time in failing the NCLEX and what that was like. Were you, um, are you a new graduate? Like, when did you take it the first time? Like, give me your background. So um, I graduated in June of last year. Um, I was rushing actually to take it the first time because my residency started in August. In August, yeah. Yes. So I was really rushing, and then I also went on a cruise. So I, my my focus was really wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after failing that first time, I was like, okay, now got to kind of got to chill. <laughs> um, so I was like, okay. So, and then I was really scared to take it again, honestly. Okay. Um, so it just took me forever to go back and do it. Yeah. But, um, I did it. I'm I know. Happy. And I'm so happy. I'm so happy. <laughs> like what, what, I mean, like, so when you weren't taking the NCLEX and you were kind of scared, what were you doing? Just working? You were just going yeah. to work and coming home? Yeah. Just working, coming home. I will also like look at stuff here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, I feel like December, the end of November, I started getting like back into because I was like, okay, we can't stay in this position for long. You got to so- come out your fear, trust yeah. in God, and actually like, you know, do what yeah. you put your mind to from the beginning when you started nursing school. So yeah. that's what I did. And I'm here now. How did you find how did you find Remar? How did you find seven days of NCLEX? Oh my friend actually, she um somebody told her about it. She was like, um, Jeanette, why don't you just go to Remar? Like, and plus my attention span is like really short. It's really uh-huh. short. So um I like how your videos are short to the point, what you need to know. Um yeah, so when I started so I first looked at some of your videos off of YouTube and I was like, okay, I kind of want to invest. So that's when I started to like do get the V2 and the seven days and all that. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Three I weeks. like how it's, yes. And also I'm in the car cause I just came from eating lunch, but I also, I was in my car. Yay! always studying. <laughs> Yes, I, I was everywhere. Tell me how you took this everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Okay. It was in the car faithfully. Okay. I love it. And you have your license now. So are you gonna stay in the emergency room? Are you were you you are? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well wow. the thing is, okay, so originally I was gonna go to labor and delivery, but being being in the emergency room. The camaraderie is so tight and everybody is so close. That's nice. So I was talking to a couple of older nurses and they were like, you should might as well just stay down here. You'll learn your skills. Um, you'll be proficient. Um, you'll be able to think on your feet like that. Yep. And um, I was like, okay. And they were like, we're here for you. Like, if you need anything, we're always here. So I was like, might as well. Might so as when well. I do... When I do eventually, because I really, because I've been wanting to do labor and delivery for a long time. Okay. Since I was a baby, actually. So when I do finally transfer over to being in labor and delivery, I I feel like I'll be more like knowledgeable 
on what I'm doing. Yeah. And you, you actually have your, you have a blessing of a very supportive community around you as a new nurse and you might not get that anywhere else. I mean, that's really right. a blessing. So right. take, take their, uh, their offer for help. And again, utilize them as much as you can. I'm so happy for you. I'm so proud right. of you. And thank you so much. People are just saying congratulations. I don't know if you can see the comments, but you're giving them <laughs> you're giving them inspiration. Yes. Y'all, if y'all, let me tell you something. Definitely do this remar, okay? Yes. yes. Do it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a wonderful night. And um, you'll hear from me. You'll hear from me soon. Okay. okay. All right. All righty. Bye. Yes, I love it. I love it. Oh, there you go. I love it, guys. We have, man, we just have such an amazing community of real people who are were just like you. She did seven days of NCLEX. She said, let me invest. That's her words. You know the code is invest. And she actually made the sacrifice. And it is a sacrifice. And I love how she did not let something get in the way of her license. She took three weeks off of work three weeks. She did the program. I guess in two weeks, she said she wasn't ready. She gave herself an, an extra week. She didn't let the exam date rush her because guess what? If your exam is coming up and you're not ready, move that thing, give yourself more time. And she got the results, did the entire test. And that's what you have to be willing to do. Go in there. Don't go in there expecting 85. Go in there expecting 150. Be ready for 150. These are the things that, um, that you know, you gots to, you gots to be ready for. Remar is the best. I just passed the test today. We are indeed, we're indeed, we're just congratulating everybody. Because if you can say congratulations to somebody then they can turn around and say congratulations to you when it's your turn. And I believe that your time is coming, but you got to put in the work. And so we're here another Wednesday putting in the work. Here we go. Next question is this. Get back into it. Get back into it. Okay. The client with type 2 diabetes is receiving DPP1 inhibitors and for a follow-up consultation. All right. The client asked the nurse if an herbal medicine to control blood sugar can be included. What is the nurse's most appropriate response? Number one, herbal medicine is generally safe to be taken with other conditions, the medical conditions. Two, herbal medicine can be combined if the blood sugar levels stay within normal limits for three months. Three, to avoid drug interactions, discuss with the doctor first before taking other medicines or supplements, medications or supplements. Or four, herbal supplements increase the effect of other medications. What do we say is the most appropriate response by the nurse? Looking for safety here, Looking for safety here. Oh, I think you guys got this. Everybody has the same answer. It is number three. Okay. I didn't get you guys with this one. To avoid drug interaction, discuss with the doctor first before taking other medications or supplements. 
Okay. So when two or more medicinal products are taken together, chemical or pharmacologic interactions may occur. So these um, interactions can change the effectiveness or severity of the negative effects of both drugs. So we know that, you know, herbal medications, of course, can cause many different side effects in our patient. All right. Final question is this. Let's go. Let's go. All right. A nurse is caring for a patient who has been prescribed oral medications. The patient has been diligent with medication adherence and diet control, but reports increasing episodes of nighttime hypoglycemia. Which action should the nurse take first to address the issue? Number one, advise the patient to reduce the evening dose of oral medication. Two, instruct the patient to consume a bedtime snack with complex carbohydrates. Three, recommend increasing physical activity to improve insulin sensitivity. Four, arrange the client to have a blood glucose test. Answers on the screen, if you know what I mean. This is Wednesday. And we do content first, and then we do questions. Everybody should have an alarm set on their phone for two days, for Monday and for Wednesday. All right. And this is how you're going to prioritize your accountability. Okay. There's 1,100 people in this class. This is the largest NCLEX review happening anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world, there is not a class right now that is larger than this one. That's amazing. That's history. <laughs> That's amazing history. All right. Correct answer. I think that we are doing actually pretty good with this one. Um, correct answer here is going to be, yay, number two. That is the first priority that the nurse should take. You have a patient. And again, NCLEX is going to give us everything we need to know about this patient. This is an ideal patient. They are taking their medication. They're doing the work, but they are having this one little thing that is plaguing them. And it is their blood sugar dropping at nighttime. Well, we know that before we tell that patient to stop taking their medication or reduce it or whatever I wrote, reduce the medication, Tell them to take a bedtime snack. Well, well, how did you do? How did you do tonight? That was our fifth and final question here on Winning Wednesday. We had some great testimonials. You can find more practice questions in the trial version of the V2 or the paid version. But the trial version of the V2, you're able to do some next-gen questions, some case studies, and I think that's really cool. Um, People ask me all the time, what's the difference between the YouTube videos and the full course? The full course allows you to go deeper into the lectures. Um, and I think that that is the winning combination when you have both. So you have the quick facts plus the lecture video. I tell you this all the time, and I may sound like a broken record, but then when I get these testimonials and people come on here, I ask them, how did you pass? They say V2 plus quick facts. And so I will say this until 
my very last broadcast, V2 plus Quick Facts, get into it. When I get off of this live, into the V2, okay? Into the V2. And somebody says, I'm about to go into the V2 right now. <laughs> Finish. That's the goal, okay? Um, the time for Monday, Monday we do 12. I'm on the East Coast representing East Coast, okay? So I'm on the East Coast, East Coast right now. So it's 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Monday. And then on Wednesdays, it's our nighttime, prime time. Nighttime, prime time at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. So just convert your time wherever you are, if you're in Chicago or California or Liberia or Gambia, okay? All right. Um, and so then that's how we just, we, what, what I try to do on Wednesdays is I try to make sure that one of the subjects is in-depth, okay? In-depth. Usually from quick facts, um, from the lectures, or sometimes I'll try to incorporate some of the principles in the V2. Like we talked about diabetic ketoacidosis, diabetic ketoacidosis, and that actually comes from the V2 book. And so I'm trying to incorporate things that you will see in my course, but then you might want to review one with me as well. I'm an audio learner, just in general, that's like my preference when people, you know, show me images or if they, you know, want me to read something, I don't understand it as much as if somebody explains it to me. What type of learner are you? If you are a video or an audio person, then the V2 is going to be great because it does have the audio lectures. If you're a writer, then you'll take notes in the V2 workbook. And if you're a reader, then you have the quick facts book. And so that is, um, that is how this program serves multiple different types of people. And most importantly, if you have a short attention span, like, if you do not want to listen to an hour long lecture on anything, there are there there's no reason that I should be listening to three hours of anything. OK, so if you're a short, 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 short attention span person, that's how I am, then this program is definitely for you because the the lectures are short and doable. OK, <laughs> all right. Um Okay, guys, so that's it. Thank you so much uh, for joining this class today. I, I hope that our time spent together was well spent. Oh, let me know. I guess I'm asking if anybody's from the Philippines or if anybody is from Kenya. Kenya. All right, I'm asking those two tonight. So please just put it in the comment if you're actually in the Philippines or if you're actually in Kenya. This is very important for me. Um, do you have any resources? for new grads. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I don't feel anxious. Jackie, this is amazing. This is amazing. Um, my resources for new grads. Oh, yeah, here it is. If you are a new grad, Quick Facts for Nursing School. Quick Facts for NCLEX is terminal. It's a terminal book for if you've gone through nursing school and you're studying for your license. Quick Facts for nursing schools if you're in nursing school. And this is specifically for pharmacology and med surge. So you see it's, it's a thicker book and it goes into, it goes into a lot more detail. Um, it goes into a lot more detail in the pharmacology section and in the question and answer section, I cover 
a lot more subjects just because this is more of a med surge book. I was just talking about this today and I'll just show you this. This is actually a syllabus for pharmacology. And what I wanted to show was um, just how fast when you're in nursing school. And those of you who have been through nursing school, you can co-sign on this. But look at this. Like, literally, this is the first week of the schedule. And look how many chapters you have to do in a week. Like, six chapters the first week and then another five chapters. And so pharmacology is one of the most challenging subjects for us in nursing school because you just are expected to read all of those chapters in one week, and then you'll be given a quiz on it. So I'm always looking at um, nursing school syllabuses to make Remar better, to make our products better. And so that's actually a pharmacology uh, one. So yes, 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 yes. Stay tuned. Stay tuned here, guys. Um, and also, how do you know when I'm coming out with a new class or if I have any new products for Remar? guess what? You subscribe to the channel. You like the channel. And then whenever I come up or come on, you'll get a, um, you'll get a notice. You'll get a notice. Okay. Somebody says I have PTSD from farm. Definitely, definitely, definitely. So I came up with quick facts for nursing school because nursing students were always messaging me saying, do you have anything for med surge? which is like med surge is a huge subject. There's so many things your teacher could ask you. So I did all of these subjects for med surge, which means before you go to class, you're able to read. This is two pages for content. All right. Two pages. So definitely this is it. All right. Okay, guys, my night is going to be ending. I am tired. I am tired. I'm back in Ohio. I just flew in last night. So I will um, I will bid you guys good night. We have love your content coming up. Please register for that class. It's going to be fun. It's February 12th and 13th. I want you to be my Valentine. And we are going to go over some maternity case studies. So if you love mother baby information, if you're a mother baby at heart, come because you guys know that is not my forte. And so I will need you, I will need you to back me up on that class as I'm teaching and bring your extra notes too as well. Um, I'll have the workbook out soon, have the workbook out soon. Hopefully I'll have it out by next week. If you are in Kenya or the Philippines, please send me an email and just say, hey, I'm in the Philippines. I'm there right now. Hey, I'm in Kenya. All right. Um, support at remarreview.com. Please let me know that other housekeeping things. Um, the code invest is going to be, listen, it's going to be expiring at midnight invest that will be expiring at midnight. Okay. So that is one of the final things. Um, oh, how was Brittany's husband's funeral? It was, you know what? It was really beautiful. Actually, it was a really beautiful um, celebration of life for John. His name was John and Brittany got up and she, you know, Brittany's a nurse and she really spoke about his last days with cancer and how he fought really hard. And, um, it was a testimony to not giving up, right. It was a testimony to not giving up and keeping a positive attitude during your trial. 
and we never know why God does something, but we do know that God's will is perfect. And so he has, um, he has the ultimate love for us. So anything that happens during our life, um, we can trust that God's will was the best for us. Okay. All right. So that's really, um, thank you for asking that. Thank you so much for asking that. What else? Um, uh, where to register for love your content. Oh, okay. You register at remarnurse.com forward slash love L O V E. I thought I had that on the screen. Remarnurse.com forward slash love. You will get a workbook. Um, but what it'll do is it'll put you in our, in our, um, in our group for that event. And so any updates or anything like that, you will get an email. Everything will be sent by email when you sign up for love your content. And the workbook, like I said, look for it next week. Look for it next week. I have it, but I think I need to make some changes to it. So this is the workbook. I, Mark and I will be on the cover. And then we will have case study questions. So you'll have to print this out, postpartum case study. We'll also have simulation. So day one, this is the second postpartum simulation. Okay. So that's why I'm going to get the workbook out to you so you can print it out. And as you can see, my workbook is not filled out. So that means I have, have some work to do. Okay. I'm going to get to it. You guys sign up for love your content. It's going to be a good time. Can I put the info in here, please? Hold on. Let me show you. I think I, is it on here? Here, here we go. Love your content. February 12th and 13th. I believe it'll be at 8 PM Eastern time. The, Website to sign up for is remarnurse.com forward slash love. Remarnurse.com forward slash love. Okay. All right. So that is where I want you to go. Let me get out of here. Sign up for love your content. Okay, everyone. I hope you have a good evening. Okay. A good evening. And if you need me, Anything else, my email address in general, support at remarreview.com, support at remarreview.com, and Team Remar is going to be there to help you. Right now, they're probably sleeping, just to be honest with you, but tomorrow, everybody will be back in the office to help you, whatever whatever you, your need or concern is, we make sure that we're here for you. So I, um, I will see you guys later. Bye-bye. Okay. Um, Make sure you're, make sure, please make sure before I go one more time, <laughs> um, y'all, please, please watch out for the scammers that are out here. Um, my official things, everything that I do comes from remarnurse.com. I won't ever have you guys, um, I won't ever ask you guys to cash at me money or I won't ever ask you guys to WhatsApp me anything. So please, please, please be careful because a lot of people um, purchase things from websites, purchase things from, you know, fake pages. People have a lot of fake pages with my face on it. I've seen people with Mark's face um, on their pages. And so please be careful because Every time I go live, you guys know that there is usually a scammer in the midst trying to pull you away, trying to get you to give them their information. And you have to be 
wise as serpents, but harmless as doves. Okay. So if it's not from remarnurse.com, okay, then you have to be, you know, you have to be prepared. If, if you're buying questions from anybody, if they're selling you things that, you know, you guys know my products don't cost $400. I would never asked you for that type of money. Like I would never, that's just not even me. Okay. So $400, I had a person that gave somebody $800. I mean, and it's just, it's just like, you, you gotta be careful. You have to be careful because, um, when you guys come to me and say, Hey, I never got your, your, you know, PowerPoint slides or whatever they sold you, then I can't honor their, I can't honor their request or whatever they sold you. So please be careful. And we do see people like that who are very angry with me, very angry at me because um, they gave their money to a, a fake person. Okay. All right. Um, is the state of Louisiana included as a state approved? I'm not sure. Um, they should have it on their website. Okay. They should have it on their website, the state board of nursing. Okay. Um, Hey, Regina, important question, please. Where do I find the clinical subject exams? Clinical subject exams are going to be right in V2. So every, you can only go one direction in V2. So when you're, um, in V2 and it says, if you're looking at your calendar and it says there's a clinical subject exam, then just know that V2 will present it to you. Okay. Professor Regina was in this woman with me and I show her avatar of a scam. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's very easy to get people's pictures off of the internet and create Facebook pages. Okay. Um, just email Viola. Well, the idea, Tricia, and I think we'll be working on that, um, taking the exams over because remember, I, when I built V2, I'm literally building it from the ground up. And so I, um, I am improving upon it every day. And someone asked me, I think two months ago, asked us to, they wanted to take the exams over, maybe even, probably even sooner than that. And so we are in the process of you guys being able to retake your exam. So I'm very excited. I'm very excited to be able to do that. So just give me, I think they're, um, making sure that you can take, you can reset the exams, but also making sure that the system is stable because if you make one little change into the coding, it could, it can destroy everything. So, so definitely we, we will have that for you. Okay. Trisha. So hold me to it. Um, um, your love, your content has a different name on the email I got after signing that. What does it, what is the name? All right. Thank you. Um, you just got the discount. <laughs> hi, hi there. How do we know correct website we are paying to? If it's remarnurse.com, okay, then it's me. If you can't, you can get, this is the only book you can get on Amazon. You can get this book. Oh, no, I'm, no, you can get this book and you can get teas. These books are on Amazon, but the V2 book is not on Amazon. Okay. If you buy the V2 hard book, will I have access to the cat tests? The cat tests are in the V2 period. So you don't need, 
You don't need the book to have access to the V2, okay? If you're, if you're in Ghana, go ahead and send me an email too, please. If you're in Ghana, send me an email. <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh, it has a different date. You may, oh, the V, no, love your content, February 12th and 13th. February 12th and 13th. No, this is a good question. This is all, it will be an entirely new workbook. It's not going to be anything in V2, in V2. Okay. All right, guys. Rosie says, I need a new book. Mine is disheveled. You can buy one. You can get a new book or you can print it out. All right. Okay. I'm going, I'm going guys. I am, I am going to actually, it's 1030. Oh man. It's 1013. Too late to do, too late to do anything. It's too late to eat. It's too late to study. It's too late to start a movie. Oh man. All right. This day, this winning Wednesday has been fun. Okay. All right. I will see you guys later. I'll be back on Monday. I'll be back on Monday. Set your alarms at noon. Thank you guys so much for watching. Remember, you can, you will, you must pass NCLEX. Bye.